Around 400,000 Australian women aged 45 and over are at risk of homelessness. A Catholic organisation, the Xavier Social Justice Network in Melbourne, says the women are often the survivors of domestic abuse or have meagre retirement savings. In an essay for the online magazine Eureka Street, Xavier's coordinator, Danusha Kaska, warns of a social crisis. The common image we have of a homeless person is an older man, usually rough sleeping and often suffering from alcoholism. And that's definitely been the case for many years. And when I started on the suit vans in the early 90s, it's probably what I would have noticed then. And it continues to be a serious problem, a serious challenge to us as a society. But what does the new research tell us now? What we're finding is that a new emerging cohort of people who are experiencing homelessness. And in the last ABS census in 2016, we found that women over 55 are the fastest growing group of people experiencing homelessness. That's actually double the number of any other group experiencing homelessness. So there was an increase in 31% from 2011 to 2016. Yeah, in your piece for Eureka Street, which is based on a, a broader analysis you've done for the Xavier Social Justice Network, you say there could be as many as 400,000 women in Australia at risk of homelessness. Why? The main key factors that we find, first of all, is domestic and family violence. So women and children fleeing domestic and family violence, often finding themselves preferring to sleeping in the car or taking other options rather than going home. Secondly, financial difficulties and the housing crisis. So women often find themselves experiencing discrimination because of the age and pay gap, lack of superannuation. Often they're working part-time or casual work due to being caregivers and, the, like I said, the gender pay gap. So the rising rental costs really does not allow them to be able to be part of the rental market. Now, there's some significant Catholic teaching on this question, particularly around domestic abuse, including in the latest social justice statement from the Australian Catholic Bishops Conference. What does it say? It's called Respect, Confronting Violence and Abuse. And the Australian Catholic Bishops Conference talks about domestic and family violence. And he talks about the staggering statistics that one woman is killed every nine days by a current or former partner and that we see one in six girls and one in nine boys experiencing physical or sexual abuse before the age of 15. So this is very prevalent in our society today. So some groups are also more vulnerable than others and we find that there are 65% of women with disabilities who report at least one incident of violence by the time they're age of 15. There's a line particularly in the social justice statement that leapt out at me. The message of the gospel is not a message of domination of one person over another, but a message of mutual esteem and kindness. What sort of uh, faith-based initiatives are going on to address the crisis in homelessness, especially for older women? So the church recognises the importance of it being part of addressing this issue. So there are a number of great programs that are in place. For example, Catholic Care Broken Bay's Safe Home is an example of a program that provides casework, support, counselling and recovery for people experiencing domestic violence. There's also another program called Choosing Change. It's a program of Catholic Care in the Archdiocese of Sydney. 
and is specifically for men who perpetrate domestic violence. And we also have other, a number of different programs that support both the perpetrators and the victims of domestic violence. Mm. It can't all, of course, be on the shoulders of uh, faith-based organisations or volunteers. There has to be, I'm assuming, some government intervention here. What do you at the Xavier Social Justice Network uh, want from governments? So what we would we do is we try and raise these issues of advocacy and how we as a society need to change our mentality and our thinking. So we always ask, for example, asking why should she have to be the one to leave when she's experiencing domestic violence rather than saying why doesn't he, the perpetrator, be removed from the house. So Macaulay's Safe at Home program is about women and children staying home safely, providing safe and affordable housing for them. And then also this is a social justice issue. So if a woman decides to leave abusive home, that she is given safe and affordable housing options and she can start to rebuild her life and providing the support that she needs through that process of transitioning. I'm thinking specifically, though, do we need more pressure on governments, plural, for more social housing, for more emergency accommodation? Yes. So quite often when I was in the suit van, if I encountered a woman fleeing domestic violence or being on the streets and sometimes she would be in work attire, having worked for the day and afraid to go home that night, the lack of crisis accommodation beds and refuges at 9.30, 10pm was really notable for me. So I think we need more crisis accommodation, more housing, affordable and safe housing options. We also need to talk about older people, the older generation, because out of all the homelessness services agencies in Australia, there's only three out of the 1,500 that are actually focused on the older person. So we really need to provide affordable rental accommodation for older people. And we find that only 0.5% of the properties that are available for rent in Australia would be affordable for a person on the age pension for a single person. So we have another program the government has, Home at Last, which is a homelessness service for older people. But we need many more initiatives like that so we can protect our older generation. I have read of some interesting initiatives that effectively involve well, they're basically share houses, long-term share houses for older women. Is that something that could really take off? Yes, and I've actually have heard of this in a number of different situations and our local minister was talking about this in my local council about providing safe accommodation for women where they can live in a shared accommodation setting and it's a place where they can pull resources and provide support to one another, emotional as well as the financial support by sharing resources and accommodation together. So it's definitely a wonderful option. And I think a lot of these women have been through similar situations in life. And so there's the added bonus of empathy and compassion, understanding each other's situations as well. So I think that's a really wonderful possibility for it to continue on in the future. Danusha Kasker of the Xavier Social Justice Network, read her article in Eureka Street.